Hi, I'm Mark Hill, and this is the segment, The Podcast. I believe in human's potential, that the ultimate expression of oneself is achievable. And we all have that urge, that need to progress and become better. And I feel that the trail can help us do that. Whether it's overcoming fears, learning from mistakes, taking calculated trail risks, or building those long-lasting friendships. It's all progression. Join me as I speak with folks who are moving from the ordinary to the extraordinary, and let's catch them on their journey towards the KOM of their life. Welcome to the segment. Let's go. Hey, senders, welcome back to the segment podcast. This is episode 123 with the director of the Lewis Annual Bike Park. Mr. Steve Ford joins us on this episode. I hope you guys enjoy what Steve talks about as far as how the bike park got started, where it is now, and what is coming in the short term and long term for that beautiful location out there in San Diego County. Special thank you going out to the supporters of the segment Mountain Bike Podcast and segment YouTube channel. Thank you so much, YT Industries, Tasco MTB, 6D Helmets, Spy Optic, Kenda Tires, and of course, you cannot forget, Kapu Coffee. Thank you so much for all of the support and I appreciate everything. Hope you guys get a chance to check out these companies. Take a look in the show notes for discount codes as well as affiliate links that helps out the channel. Without further ado, let's get John over to episode 123 with Stephen Ford. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Segment Podcast. This is episode 123, and if you're new here, I'm your host, Mark Hill. And right beside me, this gentleman over here is uncaged mtb mr joey yates what's up joey ah it's nice to be back it's been a while it it's <laughs> been a it's been a, yeah yes i was replaced with spokesman last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah spokesman was able to jump on there um <clears throat> and i know you've been busy getting things going and situated but everything good on your end i know people were like where's joey where's joey is he okay yeah no no i'm good i was just busy so Everything yes. should be good now. Yes, and you and I had a real fun adventure this last weekend. Um, I haven't had you on the podcast for a while, but we haven't been able to ride either for a little bit. And we were I, able to get together. And at around 9 o'clock the night before, you had called me and said, Hey, I think we should hit up this new bike park called the La Sueño Bike Park. What do you think? And I was like, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> we got tickets right then. And then we were like, does it include the shuttle? I don't know, but I'm excited. So we jammed out there um, from San Diego where you are. How long did it take you to get out there? Uh, about 40 minutes, 45 minutes at the most. Yeah, that's it was a pretty bad. quick drive. Yeah, Zero that's traffic. Not bad. That's always good. And then same here. I ended up going, I'm in Murrieta. So I ended up shooting south. And on my GPS, it said it was only like 38 miles away. And it took me like 45 minutes to get out there. Nice, easy drive. Beautiful, right off the 76. Yeah, it's a nice drive out there. Which was which was awesome. It was it was awesome. And then we have tonight our special guest, Mr. Steve Ford. He is the director of the Lasuano Bike Park. He's gonna be talking about 
the concept of it, how it got approved, and then the potential of this place. I mean, if you are out there and if you see the video that we put out, and there's other people who put out videos of the bike park, the place is massive. It has so much potential. I mean, we're hearing things like what, Joey, like ski lift access to the place, all kinds of different things. <laughs> yes, and we have the right person on deck tonight to uh, answer some of those questions. Before we jump into the show, Joey, shall we give out the whole shot award tonight? Yeah, th this is a good one tonight too. The whole shot award. He had his, yeah, the whole shot award goes to Trail Pimp, who had his own show last time. <laughs> yes, exactly. Trail Pimp, congratulations on the whole shot award, brother. Thank you for being the first one on. He says, the bike park whales of La Jolla. Love this. Yes, you guys are in for a good one. We got Miami, Florida in the house with Johnny Mountain Bike Q&A. He says, okay, I'm here. You can start the show now. <laughs> We've got right well, and dirty out of Arizona. Here, <laughs> What's that, Joey? only start if the other half of q a is here though <laughs> <laughs> yeah the t tna with q a i know she might be on already i'm sure she i'm sure she might and uh yeah we got right and dirty mr eric out of arizona what's up thanks for being on he says oh whoops up my ninjas <laughs> what's up eric good to see you this guy o mtb og mayfer uh he has opened up his new little trails now, i don't know if they're little or big but i am going out to his trails lake elsinore Another addition to some trails he's been digging out there. His birthday is uh, this weekend, so we're going to be out there just uh, checking it out. We got uh, Spokesman MTV out of Durango, Colorado. Says, I could never do Joey justice. He's the man. No, he has that <laughs> voice. He's got the voice right now. And the, and the nice backdrop. I got I to gotta build something after you know <laughs> he took over. He's got the man cave. He's got the man cave. We got Marty out of New Zealand. He says, what up, MTB nerds? What's up, Marty? Good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, Johnny's saying that ride video was sick. Yes, those those laps were long, super long. I mean, Joey, we did from top to bottom. What did that take us? Was it 20 minutes? It, it sure felt like 20 minutes. I was looking on our Strava. We were definitely quicker than that, but uh, it, it felt like 20 minutes. Yeah, it, yeah. it was fun. And it was. I, there's something about riding a trail blind for the first time too. I, I love that. <laughs> that extra yes. sketchiness is, is one of my favorites. So yes. that was a great and that, that trail coyote with all those extra hits and jibs on the side oh, and yeah. exposure on the other side. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this place is so fun. We got, uh, Oh, there she is. MTV TNA. I'm just waiting for my moment. <laughs> what's up lauren welcome aboard a dub is in the house he says what's up what's up good to see you well ladies and gentlemen let's bring on the guest of the evening uh i was lucky enough to be kind of paying attention when we we're sitting in line and i noticed that there was a gentleman that kept walking back and forth you know in the line and he would address the crowd and say hey guys we're doing this we're doing that thank you all for being here and i'm thinking i need to get that guy ask him a few questions and see if he can jump on the show. And I finally got him at the end of the day. And uh, lucky for us, uh, Mr. Steve Ford is our guest tonight. And again, he is the bike park director of the Sueno bike park, and he is our special guest tonight. So uh, without further ado, let's bring on Mr. Steve Ford. Hey guys, how you doing? What's happening, Steve? Thanks for jumping on, man. Absolutely. Excited to be here. So, 
this bike park, we had, uh, there was a soft opening and then the grand opening and Joey and I were there for, I think the, the grand opening. And I don't know how many people were there, but uh, did you guys get a rough count? And was it more than you expected? It was about 200 per day talking of Saturday and Sunday. And it was, you know, about as many as we kind of thought might be there. And we knew we didn't have the lift capacity for it. We're trying to rush and do what we can. But a lot of excited people in San Diego, obviously. This park has been wanted for quite some time. Yes. Yeah, that's so good, man. And it, there was definitely a buzz in the air and in the lines and on the trails. Tons of people jonesing to get out there and, and get that rubber on the trails. Oh, yeah. Take us back, Steve, to how did this whole concept start? Like, where did this come from? You know what? You have to go back to the Gravity Pirates for where this all started. So it's a, a group uh, begun more than a decade ago now. And it started out as a ride group, friends. That's how everything starts, right? Yeah. Ride group with a dream. And we started getting into projects and helping community areas. And pretty soon we had Gravity Cycling Inc., which was a, a nonprofit that we did work through and started building real things like bike parks, like Mount Waterman up in L.A. And got fully approved by the Forest Service for six downhill trails and machine built. So all of this work over a decade with this group, the volunteer hours are ridiculous. Oh, you know, wow. the guys, the guys are just putting in time. They work full time, then they come out and dig on the trails next to me full time. It's it's incredible, mm -hmm. and it just builds this camaraderie. But I, I knew we needed something in San Diego. That was always my passion, and that's my home. So at some point, I'm 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 pitching it down here. I'm knocking on every door that'll that'll you know not kick me away. And this is one of them that I got I got to credit. Keith, a buddy of mine that rides that said, hey, you keep doing all this stuff. I got a buddy who's the CEO of this tribe, which is the Lasunia um, Band of Indians, and he rides bikes. And I said, really? So we connected at a sandwich shop, and that was the birth for the Luisinho Bike Park. Really? Uh, met, up with, met up with him, and, and you know, I told him what I do, and he's like, I think it would work here. I said, I do too. I've, I've been up there, been coming to this place my whole life. There's camping here and tubing. As a six-year-old kid, I was playing in the river. Uh, the old water park that was here, the motocross track that was here, there's lots of things at this reservation. So I was excited to meet him and thought this was the perfect spot. Um, I drew everything up on my computer. I dreamed everything up in my brain and, and uh, with the support of Sky and Keith and a couple other gravity pirates in the group, I came up and pitched this to the council. Um, had a pretty PowerPoint and I jumped around and did my song and dance, right? That's what you do. <laughs> Get them excited, talk about Whistler, showing pictures of what, how many people show up to parks. And, you know, they, they got excited about it. It looked good. They said they'd, you know, get back to us in a week or so. But before I got home, you know, Sky called me and announced, hey, they already unanimously dabbled it in. Um, wow. they, they signed the contract for us for the build and for the management. We had about 10 million in funding. Um, we were good to go. Um, and, and everything was looking great. What year was this? When from idea to pitch? What what year are we at? End of 2017 into 2018 is when the pitch happened. Okay, okay. Wow. Okay. So this has been in the works for a couple years now. And then yes. you they but they moved on it unanimously. I definitely feel that that campground that land 
is very adventurous. When you look around and you see the zip lines as you're going up the shuttle, you see the massive zip lines that are going through there. The tubing, um, obviously, where there used to be the splash pad motocross, I know Fox Raceway, you pass on the way out there, sort of getting that adventurous vibe as you're traveling out there. Is the is the tribe in, in Sky, are they mountain bikers or, or did they just understand the concept when you pitched it? Honestly, Sky was the mountain biker. It still is the mountain biker and a great friend of mine. Um, in the tribe, you know, they honestly and un understandably don't know what mountain biking as a recreation and a sport and something you pay to do. They don't get that. Um, yeah, show them the pictures, you show them the videos and they, they still don't quite understand. Like I think somebody with a shovel is going up and digging a trail. Um, the idea of an excavator or cutting, you know, a machine cut trail through the mountains, uh, it's foreign to them as it would be to me in their shoes. So it's, it's understandable. Um, you got to paint the picture from the ground up for them. Um, and they, you know, they dove in and understood it and put money behind it and effort. And that, that took a lot of uh, bravery for them to do. Yeah. They have a, a general membership to answer to, right? Yeah. So it was a big deal and a big moment. Wow, that's amazing that you're able to pitch it that way. Joey, that is, um, I, I think your computer blipped out, but he was talking about how he pitched this to the tribe and how before he even got home, they already unanimously voted to get it in. That was uh, 2018 is when it started, 2017, 18, up until the grand opening now. When it comes to... Uh, now, did you already have the concept with trails already mapped out and where it was going to be built? Or was it just the, the concept of the revenue, the traffic, the amount of demand? I did have a soft master plan where I basically took the mountain and I divvied it up. I showed where the shuttle road would go and kind of where the trails would be. But this was not a hard master plan. Um, they basically showed where the buildings are going to be and some of the future. So. From that point, we wanted to just sign an MOU and move forward. But, you know, politics get in the way at some point, too. So there was a delay in this for a couple of years after after inception. Oh, OK. Was it uh, was the delay that they just wanted to put on the back burner or. You know, it's if the elections happen, new people get on the, on the council uh. and they might have other things that are you know more important to them or pressing that they're worried about. So things, yeah, get a little back burner and then they they rediscovered the project and they, they tried to do it even without us, which was fine with me. I even offered free consultation if they need it. Right? I just wanted to move forward. Yeah. Um, and they, they did. They hired contractors, came out, built some trail. Um, by the time they contacted me again, they'd already been through the second contractor that was out here digging. And they just said, you know, can you come back in and, and help, you know, since I kind of started this thing. And I said, absolutely. And uh, after some negotiations, they said, why don't you do bike park manager? You'll help develop through the end and then operate it when it's open. And I said, let's do it. Sweet. <laughs> that sounds sweet. That sounds awesome. When um, they started building this trail, the trails out, and you started seeing this come together, uh, when they started doing that, did that take very long to get from there to opening day? Or was that also a bit of a process to get through? It is. I'd say the last two and a half years is what it's taken from the contractors actually coming out and working to get to where we are today. Okay. So, you know, that if we'd have started this back when we first started it here, it'd be 
it would be right when COVID hit, I guess, that we would have been finishing up. Got it. Got it. We know that that kind of slowed everything down. Sure so, did. Yes. Uh, let's check in with the chats real quick. There was actually a question that we had, and it's from Marty out of New Zealand, and he's asking, what sort of dirt is out there? What would you say that that uh, dirt is? You know, that's an interesting thing here at Los It's every kind of dirt. We have pits of sand. We have clay. We have some loam. It's, it's a little of everything. Um, and we try to use that to our advantage and excavate some of the stuff we need to cover and, uh, and overlay parts of the trail. So it's a good and a bad thing. It can make it really tough to plan the next 20, 40 feet that you're moving through when you don't know exactly what you're going to cut through. At mm. the same time, you've got these pits behind you where you know you can pull the dirt you need and spread it forward. So uh, we got everything to answer his question. I know I was just in New Zealand last year and riding and amazing stuff out there. Um, I, I wish I had some of their loan in this place, but I can't really complain about the dirt here. Yes. Yeah. And I could say, I could say that too, when I was out there riding and Joey and I were having a blast on there, there were some spots where it was like the, your, your standard Southern California loose over hard. Then you could tell where you were in the clay stuff. And then you could definitely tell when you're in the loam stuff. So it was uh, definitely fun. Octodad saying a uh, farmer question, loam, clay, sand, volcanic, rock, shale, alpine, lots of different types of dirt. Oh, okay. He was just backing up what you were saying there with all the different types of dirt that is out there. Um, when you were building that out, I know one of my favorite runs was coyote. And I think I may see it there behind you on the map. Um, but was that one of the first ones or which ones were the, yeah, which ones were the first ones and how does one decide where they're going to start and stop at? You know, the first trails were built at the bottom. So if you look at, let's see, right over here, all uh -huh. of these trails are the bottom of the mountain. Okay. Those were built first before the upper mountain trails were built. Got so it. a trail called Acorn was built. It's still there now, as you might remember. Yeah. Um, and it was a bi-directional trail. Um, it is now a single direction and we later built over, let me try this again. I'm, I'm not doing well. Right here is called the hub. Yes. It's the center yes. of everything, right? I love it's kind that. Of the heartbeat. So where the upper trails meet right there, then the lower trails begin. So it's a good spot to catch your breath, get some water in you and continue on. Beautiful. But, uh, too. Yeah, that answers your question about the timing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it does. It doesn't make sense. You started there first. So that makes sense timing wise that you, you would start there and build up um, that hub. Now, when you got to the hub for the folks who haven't ridden there yet, when you, when you are descending from the top, when the shuttle drops you off and you're on the upper trails, you've got, uh, you've got coyote that'll take you to the hub. And then also bear gulch takes you to the hub and when you get to the hub everyone's got some big stoke on it's like a beautiful spot and you're not done you feel like you should be done because the trails are long right and you're really what is that is that the halfway point roughly it is about a mile and a half to the hub and a mile and a half down from there oh man that's amazing that is so good that's so fun uh we have a, another question here it's coming in it says um db what's up db mtb saying Will there be any sort of membership pass in the future? Absolutely. We'll do an annual pass. Right now, we're still talking about it. Um, we might be doing just the 2024. We're almost at the end of this year, as you know. So we're talking about what that's going to look like because our park, unlike most others, is four seasons. 
right? So yeah. oh, the question of, of pricing and such comes up when it's not just a single season pass. You, you get snow out there on, on that mountain. The, the snow does fall, but it's more of like a dusting and maybe a day of it and it's gone. Okay. Similar to maybe like Sky Park and that lower ele- where you get the, yeah, you get it. True, but Sky Park gets a lot more snow than, than we do. So uh, we really are going to be a year round mountain bike that's awesome. That is awesome. Uh, we have a mountain bike Q&A. He is asking, how many miles of trails is out there right now? That's the perfect question. About 13 miles are built out now. And then you'll see on the map there a couple of those placards that look like caution signs uh, pointing out where future trails are going to be. Um, we currently have a fantastic group uh, that is our trail crew. Can't say enough about them. They come from being local legends in the digging community and even some that are have a lot of experience digging in the mountains excavating in the mountains and building parks so lots of experience and talents everybody's a rider here uh, everybody that works on this park and drives the trucks we all are riders uh, so it's fantastic to be around the camaraderie is amazing that is awesome that is awesome that's definitely one thing that i've heard through the whispers of the trail is that the trail builders out there are legit talent. So I can't say enough. That is, that is awesome. Uh, welcome back, Joey. You looking good and clear, my brother. Let's hopefully I solved <laughs> it. Let's see. We'll see. We'll somebody was asking, somebody was asking if you were running T-Mobile out there. <laughs> Verizon, unfortunately. <laughs> right, says Verizon, unfortunately. Trail Pip is saying, this could be the U.S. Bike Park Wales. Excited to see how this goes. Closer for people in SoCal than Big Bear, and it's year-round. Yes. yes. I okay. love that. He hit every nail on the head right there. So, you know, this is where everybody comes from. It's the, it's the birthplace of BMX. It's where legends come from right our world camp lives right up here in temecula it's it this is where all the heat is and there's been no venue for these guys if you're in orange county in san diego why do you have to go up above la to to ride a park right we have to have one here and the potential here the elevation and everything is perfect i see a world cup race here in the future i see big events i I really think this is going to be an epicenter yeah, let's talk about some of the potential about this bike park. Um, obviously, with that amount of funding and the amount of organization, you guys are already looking down the road, you know, a few years out. Are you able to kind of give us a sneak peek as to the direction of where this bike park is going? Absolutely. I, I mean, from the beginning, I, someone's got to jump up and yell about what can be done, right? Yeah. You don't get people excited, nothing happens. So. That's how this park came to be to what it is today. So to get to that next day, same thing. Let's get that, let's get that lift going, right? Let's get these professional Woo-hoo. trails from the top of the mountain to the bottom that are good enough for a World Cup. We have the talent here to build things. We're willing to bring in the outside help as well. Um, we, are, we are not shy about reaching out to talent around the world that can help us make world-class trails. Um, and the trails we have are, are great, in my opinion. I've heard some good things. So that that's great to hear but you know there, there's always that next level and we're looking for it the lift from the bottom is is a big deal um i, I think within 18 months to 24 months you'll see that the shuttle thing will be a cool memory it'll be like the good old days when they you know, used to run the trucks up and we'll be all <laughs> fancy with a lift pulling up and nice. well, that's a lot going on but there's some other things i want to say there that i'll hold off for the future but let's just say a lift 
world-class races and a, a venue that everybody would want to fly and ride. Wow. So going for like one of those world-class locations, so great that it's in our backyard, right? Heck yeah. We got the funding, obviously got the land. Uh, you've got yeah. the tribe's blessing for it. And now that they've seen when they saw the soft opening and opening, did it, did it start to come to fruition for them? Did they start to see that, that people will come if they build it? That was a key, right? You know, they, Everybody has ideas. They've had a lot of enterprises here. They call all their things enterprises. So what, whether it's the zip line or the water park, or these are all their enterprises and they, they've struggled because of where they are geographically, right? They, there's, there's casinos that are closer to population. There's hotels that are closer. So they're like, what are we gonna do for our big enterprise? Um, they pretty much leaned on their campground all this time. Mm. So for them to put so much effort and time and money into, into building out this park, they needed to see that it would work and people would show up here, right? Yeah. They get a lot of lip service for me, but they needed to see the people show up. Uh, I think this grand opening and including you guys helping us out with that, it, the line up the road was, um, the line at the restaurant was out the door, which they have never seen. Yes. So it it really showed them the potential and that people really are anxious to see this. And uh, it's not just in the off season because, you know, the lifts were open. People could go to Snow Valley or Summit or any of these places and they chose to come here during this yes. time. Right. right. That, was a, that was a big moment. Gotcha. That's great, man. I'm great. I'm glad that it had that, that showing in that feel. And that was just like a smidgen of the bike community. They just got a little, a little, little taste of the bike community. So right. Gosh, man, I think um, I think it's going to be a place people are going to visit and, and check out for a while, especially as this continues to grow out, which is which is really exciting and fun. Um, Mountain Bike Q&A, he's asking, let's talk about that wall that you and Joey rode down on Granite Falls. That thing is a, is a beautiful feature. We we rode down it. And then on our second lap through Granite Falls, we found the bypass that you can go around. And I got down to, to the bottom and I was able to shoot video from the below looking up at it. And uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I that mean, that Steve, was that already a natural feature there that the trail builders were able to just turn into part of the, the trail? Because that was it looks like a lot of work went into that. A lot of work. And one of the guys named Mr. Mr. Mata. Uh, did a lot of the handwork on that. Yes, there was some rock that was there, but as you can see, it's a lot of hand-placed rock. It's a lot of, you know, excavator placed with a thumb at a specific spot. So uh, the talent was amazing that, that put this together and the effort and sweat it took to get that together was unreal. You'll never see it in person the way you do in video, right? So true. So true. When we saw it, in person, I had to only look at it for a couple seconds. I'm like, I'm gonna do it. Okay, and that's all I need to see. <laughs> but it was so <laughs> steep and so big in person for sure. Yeah. When um Joey, talk about how it felt when you went down that for the first time. You could just tell that was you know, the rock placements were perfect. So it it really is more of a visual scare. It's built perfect. It's like riding down the street, like it's just it's not a problem at all. It's a great feature. I can't wait to hit it when there's not a crowd of people there and we can just roll right right into it. And I'm, yeah, 
I'm losing yeah. it. I'm glad you guys did it. That's, that's cool. I know a lot of people come by that spot and they go, that's cool. You know, I, I, I've got kids to go home to and my, you know, or my arms acting up, you know, I feel a little funny over here. I better kids continue on. But uh, <laughs> my sciatica. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So, you know, you can continue on from there on, on rabbit, which is great. You're not stuck. Um, that, right. that is a good squirrel catcher right at the top of the trail. Like you, if this, if this is too much for you, maybe stay off that trail because there are some mandatory features from that point on. Oh, there's some good yeah. stuff from that point on. Really good yes. stuff. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Joey and I, when we went to our second lap, we decided to go rabbit. We did bear gulch to rabbit. And when we got on that, that first uh, squirrel catcher on rabbit, that was chunky and that was good. The ride's like a flat squirrel catcher, right? So you yeah. got to carry your momentum to get through there. Yes. Yeah, we were like goofing off and trying to give each other fist bumps, like, all right, here we go. And then all of a sudden, the squirrel catcher was right in our face. We're like, whoa. Nice. Nice. <laughs> are you, are you um, building more trails like that or more like Granite Falls? Or what kind of caliber trails are you guys aiming to do? You know, we used the survey that was out there. And, and we, it was exactly as we expected it to be, which is everybody wants intermediate expert trails. Uh, you know, beginner, it's great to have the beginner trails. You need to have that, of course. But the guys want to ride stuff that can, that can challenge themselves and progress. So we're definitely building more of that. We're going to get into some double black and pro lines from the top, top of the mountain and expand our intermediate. Nice. Yeah, that's going to be fun. I think I would say my favorite so far was the coyote to Granite Falls. That combo was the chef's kiss. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so fun. So fun. Yeah, I think that I think the consensus one from everybody was probably coyote to rabbits. But you know, if you had the, the riding ability to, to hit granite, it's hard to skip it. Yes. Yeah, rabbit was fun too, man. Some of those some of those corners you come around and it gets so steep and a little off camber and then you got the exposure. It's like definitely pucker and good challenge. Which yeah, is for sure. I think, uh, would you say, I've been saying this to people and I think it's true. You know, you go to ski mountains and one expert run from one mountain is a little different from another, right? Like this park has hard ones. So uh, Luceno is a little upper level with the difficulty ratings. You're riding an intermediate. It feels like an expert at some places. Definitely, definitely felt that for sure. Definitely felt that for sure. I'm going to take care of my little guy real quick. Joey, can you take over just for a sec? Yeah, sure. Life. <laughs> no, and we were, both Mark and I, after this falls, there's three or four features after this that are, they're, per they're great. They're challenging. You know, you've got like a 45 degree rock slab that you kind of have to come down and then there's another section where there's two lines. There's a straight line on the left with two good rock rolls and then a zigzag on the right. And yeah, I was impressed with this. This trail was great. I appreciate that. And, you know, a lot of credit to the guys that were even here while, while I was gone doing other things. And, and they're back on board still with me. I, I wanted some of this talent around me still building. Um, I, I love that. So they can close the loop here, right? But uh, right, right. that trail is amazing. Like you said, some off-camber, um, some more steep drops. Uh, the end of it was not quite finished, um, so okay. you, I don't know if you noticed, but I blasted through it with the excavator to do the last, you know, 50 <laughs> yards of the trail, 
to get that thing open for opening day. I'm like, these guys need to be able to ride this. So okay. um, the, yeah, the ending that was real soft and everything was just because I, I just had to blast it through and get it connected. Yeah, it worked out. It, it was great. I love nice. the trail. I'd love Let's to go. I can't wait to run it like just wide open from top to bottom and get a yeah, good Yeah, some of the lines you learn, right? Yeah, yeah, you definitely need to, you know, learn the line first. But, uh, yeah, there's some good line choices. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, we had uh, Nick Nestroff out here recently um, who stole my helmet bag. I think he recently <laughs> brought it back. But anyways, he, you know, he, he shows you what pros can do to a course. And we thought we found fast lines and he's just going places we hadn't seen. And um, even that rock waterfall <laughs> at the top, you know, we all see it as this feature to like go into. Ooh. And he comes around the corner and it's a race. He's like laying the bike sideways over the hill and just nice. makes you just cringe to watch. Yeah, that's when we were looking at the video back. It definitely looks like there's a sketchier, like you can you can make a tighter right turn and kind of drop into that a little bit quicker. Yeah, he had his rear wheel just pinned out to the left and just skipping down that rock face. We're going, just no fear. You know, the just guys no like fear. him are crazy to watch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, different different style riding. <laughs> for sure, for sure. How about are there going to be any climbing trails? I know that's a question a lot of mountain bikers wouldn't ask, but will there be a climbing trail there? You know, absolutely, and for more than one reason. We I don't know if you look at the map over here, you can tell, but we don't have fire roads or anything that come in from the side, so rescues are difficult. Uh, trail work right. is difficult to get machinery, right? Um, so our up trail is going to be multifunction. It's going to be like a 54 inch wide, like a white trail. Um, and that's going to be going, let me see if I can do my fingers again here, right over here on this side of the mountain and going up. So okay. it's going to, it's going to allow access to the hub from the bottom. And then if we need to rescue, uh, we'll go diving in. Hey, Mark, you're back. <laughs> hey, Mark, we're, we're talking about the potential up trail that we're going to be building here soon. Ooh. Um, and, Ooh, did over here on the east side, I'm not even going to try to point with my finger again because I'm horrible at it. But, <laughs> opposite. Uh, let's just say the east side of the trails there. Um, we'll be getting that up so we'll be able to take a side-by-side -side up that in the emergency or to get supplies up to the top. Um, E-biking or, you know, people that hate, hate, their, hate themselves can pedal up um, from the right. bottom. But it, it's a way to get up there rescuing when someone is down and we want to race to the top. We don't want to race head-to-head -head up one of our existing trails. Right. So right. this way we're coming up from behind people with our, our little siren on, meaning we're yelling um, and, and getting up to the top. Uh, so it'll be important for a lot of reasons. And it's the priority for us right now to get built. Nice. That's awesome. I think that's really cool. Um, if I'm thinking from the east side, is that close to where we parked? Uh, by the it is. Should path? I try with my finger again? Or try with this finger. There we go. Right over here. Oh. And then up this way. Ah, I can't do this. On this oh, side right here, all oh. the way up to the top. Oh, so you're that's where it's going to be. You're kind of skirting. Uh, is it acorn or? So that's sage on that sage, side. Acorn's sage. on on you know lookers left, and sage would be on the right. On the, on the right, I the got riders, it. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah, and when we were out there, there was a gentleman who went down and dislocated his ankle. And uh, I know you guys were trying to get up there to get him off the mountain. And the biggest thing, and we learned this afterwards, that if you guys go out there, that the Los Sueño Bike Park has thought about this, and they put these markers down. And when we were riding the trail, we kept passing these markers every, I don't know, every 100 yards maybe, there would be a new marker. 
you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And had I known that ahead of time, I would have been able to say precisely like, oh yeah, he was down at marker 43 on Granite Falls. And that would pinpoint right directly to that person. Yeah, that was multifunctional too, because we use it for trail work as well when we're uh, notating places that we're working on. You know, it's hard to say by the rock, by the tree, remember that berm. It's easy to say <laughs> Granite Falls 17 is where the issue is, right? Yes. Um, and they're all GPS marks. So I created a map and GPSed everything. And that was sent over to rescue. So they have that. If we're calling an air rescuer or anything, they know what we're saying. They bring it up on the map and we say Coyote 40. Uh, they know exactly where that is. Got it. Got it. That's cool. And as far as like reading the markers as you're approaching and you're getting those trails down, I can come in hot on Granite Falls 17. You know, right. that one, that that berm, I'm going to just take that as fast as I can. So that's also very cool as well. I, I love all that. So did you guys talk about the ETA on that upline? Oh, you cut out there. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, was there an ETA about? on that on that upline as far as when? Sorry. Okay. Yes. I should have should have known that would be the question. So it's the number one priority now after this weekend. You, you were there during that rescue. Uh -huh. uh, that rescue caused a lot a lot of trouble for us. Um, and of course, this was a first trial for the rescue team, right? So um, you got to give them a, give them a break on that. They end up closing the whole road down and searching because they're trying this for the first time. Uh, we got things worked out though, I think. Uh, we're gonna do rescuing from the bottom for the most part now and Stokes Basket from almost everywhere. So that should help prevent this. But the ETA on that up trail is basically ASAP. Um, nice. Obviously the, the big priority right now is some of the areas that are degrading from riders coming up and riding. Um, you know, the trail has not had the public out here hitting it. So there's a few spots that understandably are gonna show their wear. Um, but the, amazingly, this, this trail system has been really sustainable. Um, There's just been four or five spots where we really need to come up and armor it, uh, rework it, and then we can get right on that up trail. So in the next couple of months, I think you'll see that poke through. Fun. Nice. So fun. I like that a lot. That's very cool. What are you most excited about, Steve, as kind of the, the bike park manager looking at this and, and dreaming and seeing this thing hold? thing come through what most excites you about this place you know there's two things the short-term thing i'm excited about and the long term i think i already i already showed you my dream on the long term i, I want a world cup race here I'm, I'm pretty focused on that i used to be a downhill racer myself and you know i did the u.s open in these places and i was never one of those guys but i tried to be and i love the scene i love the feel so I'm, i want that but short term, I'm really excited about from the parking lot. Uh oh, here we go again. Yeah. <laughs> from the parking lot right here down towards where the airbag is right oh, here. Yeah. Um, yeah. As you know, that's kind of a, a downhill run from the parking lot down. Yes. We have a lot of plans for that hillside. Ooh. So instead of coming down a fire road, you'll have options of taking a green trail, a jump line, or a dual slalom race course. And I'm, that's the one, what? that's what I'm really excited about. Seattle uh, should not be the only place in California where people are really into it. Summit has had some great dual slalom racing now. Uh, yes. The crowd, everybody can be there and cheering on the excitement. Oh, I, I don't yeah. know why that kind of went away for years, but don't you think it's time to bring that back? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and one of the best ones in the business, the straight acres, they're right here in San Diego as well. 
Absolutely. He's got an amazing facility that's his home space. You know, it's like yes. a, a dream for most guys. Yes. Oh my gosh. That sounds fun. Yeah. When we first came down that fire road, looking at all the landscape that I could totally see those trails in there. And then yeah. you get to the bottom and uh, play around on an airbag. I don't right. think there is a airbag that we can get to other than going to Woodward. I think that's the closest airbag we can get to. Is it not? Uh, there actually yeah, is one over at the YMCA, right? The uh -huh. Johnson Valley, Johnson Family YMCA has one. I think they block it off. A lot of it's for events. I'm not sure the rules behind it. But to your point, they're, they're few and far between. And what a great way to take your progression when you're wanting to try tricks or try to learn how to jump to land on an airbag instead of your head on a rock. It's a lot better. It's a better way to learn. <laughs> right. End up yeah. in the gap and the step up. Like where, where was I? <laughs> I, had, right. I, I right. did not have the speed. Spokesman is asking, are there other trails on adjoining land? Is there any plan to work with neighboring landowners? You know, that's a great question because we have Harrah's the casino right down in the Valley from us. So, I see the potential for having trails that go that way, even cross country where people can stay at Harris and ride back and forth. And I would love to work with local groups and people like the SCMBA, which I've worked with several times in, in yeah. the past through Gravity Pirates. Shout out to Susan Murphy. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And I, I used to do their clinics. I, I would teach clinics for mountain biking and I would do a, a free one throughout the year and work with SCMBA and give, give that away. So. They've supported projects. They've given money to some of the projects I've done. Uh, yeah, I love to work with them. I know some writers, the more aggressive writers, have had a problem with them over the years because, you know, they're, you know, cross-country, this and that. But the truth is they just want more trails for San Diego County, and we should all be behind that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. She does a lot of work behind the scenes to help us all out the best that she can, which is she she's awesome. Uh, Trail Pip is saying, yes. do you guys recommend – an e-enduro or can you bring a dh bike you definitely bring your downhill bike um you know as you guys saw going up to coyote there's that little push from the drop off up there but you're pushing for you know 60 seconds maybe a minute and a half it, it's not a big thing but it's kind of steep uh from that point down i prefer uh a squish heavy squish to go down that's just what i like i like to do all the features and play around if you're going to be here for the day riding everything, an e-bike is great. Um, yes. As of right now, that climbing coming out of Bear, yes. you go down Bear Gulch, it, the last 20% of it is a climb, and it won't be in the future. But for right now, the last 20% is a climb. Um, part, part of Rabbit, as you know, kind of goes uphill a little bit, is a climb. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So there's definitely space here for e-bikes to enjoy. Uh, but if you're in great shape, you know you can bring any bike you like. Nice, nice, nice. I like that. Yeah, when we were coming out of Bear Gulch, there was a couple guys that were like, "Oh, an e-bike looks really nice right now." We were passing them like, "Woohoo!" <laughs> right. <laughs> but that trail is so fun and so long. I mean, is that one also one point five, or is that longer? It feels longer. It is a little longer. We say one point five just to make it easy because it's uh -huh. about one point five for all the trails. But okay. obviously, the the more difficult the trail is, the shorter it's going to be. Right. So uh, the green trail is a slightly longer than a mile and a half. And then the, the good blues or blacks are going to be slightly less. Got it. That makes sense. That makes total sense. Uh, we have Kyle Davis. What's up, Kyle? Thanks for jumping on. He says, sounds like a lot of people are clamoring for an update, especially on busy days. And of course, mostly as it relates to e-bikes. Is there a plan to add one or allow e-bikes on existing shuttle route? Good question. 
It's a perfect question. You know, we rent e-bikes here, so we're definitely e-bike friendly. Um, no throttles, nothing with the hand, but every pedal assist e-bike is welcome here. And I think it's great. Uh, that up trail that we talked about earlier is going to make life a lot easier for e-bikers to, you know, if there's a busy day and the shuttle's backed up, hey, zip on up to the hub and do your, do your own shuttle a couple times before you go to the top, right? Yeah. I think that's a, a great relief. But um, yes, definitely we are open. We're ready to go now. E-bikes are welcome and an up trail is in the works. Yes, there you go, Kyle. Definitely so. And then an update, especially for busy days. Uh, if Kyle, earlier we were talking about that, that within 18 to 24 months, roughly, it sounds like that's the potential for actual ski lift getting up there for us. Yeah, that is the long-term solution here. Um, but I, I do want to touch on the short-term solution because the, the shuttles were a challenge, right? As, much, as fun as it is to ride in the back and, and go up, and most people, they think that's part of the fun of the day, going up. Yeah, we drifted um, that corner. Joey was catching air. <laughs> no, 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 it didn't happen. Yeah. But, um, but we're working on things to improve that ride. So the suspension is still rough going up the road, so we're, we're changing the leaf pack in there. We just welded up the side gates to the floor um, so that, you know, the side's stiff. The bike goes over the side. That means you can hold your, your seat and feel stable. When you're standing in there mm -hmm. um we just now are changing i'm out there right now actually tonight with the head headlights on um changing the top tube, the top railings on the side gates because you know it, it's rough the bikes are hitting there and i want to protect the bikes as much as possible so i'm adding a coping along the top of that gate and i'm i'm literally taking an angle grinder to all the top of the post cutting those down so there's no chance for, for the bikes getting hurt on that. So, nice. you know, from the bottom to top, we're trying to make everything as comfortable and, and fun for everybody as possible. Okay. I'm glad you mentioned that. I was going to bring that up at some point. I was looking for an opportunity, but that was one of the feedbacks that I had heard is that people were afraid that maybe their stanchions were getting damaged over the side of the truck gate. And yes, you guys have the, the padding, the tailgate paddings that go over the side rails, but uh, you know, doing what you were saying, rounding those top parts off, putting coping up there so that uh, the back of the, the fork is actually sitting on that versus on the stage. So you don't want to need metal, right? That, that metal there with no matter how much padding you put, we put all kinds of, you know, closed cell foam and, and industrial flooring. We're, we tried all kinds of things underneath those Fox pads that we have hanging on the side. Yeah. But the, the constant rotation with the riders just was eating through it. And, you know, I have to solve that problem. So we're out there with that you know, really thick schedule 40 PVC. It's inch and a half. Um, I'm heating it up. I'm molding it to the side, covering any piece of metal that's getting flooring on top of that. So that's going to spread the weight of the bikes over everything. No sharp edges. And then the Fox pads on top. So I think we got three layers of protection to keep the bikes away from any metal here um, to make sure that we don't nothing gets hurt in the future. I don't, I don't know. I think we had a couple of scratches there, but man, to me, the danger was definitely there for the bikes and I want to prevent that. That's great. That's really great. And I don't know if the trail could handle it, the upline for the shuttles, but you know, have you been to Mammoth Mountain and, and shuttled uh, at least from the, the bottom back up to the top on the road? Absolutely. And I don't know if those trailers would work, but you know how they have like uh, that kind of like bungee crisscross where bikes come in this way, this way. I don't know if that could be towed behind and then everybody just jumps in the back of the, the bed of the truck. But then again, 
I'm not sure about the operations of turning that whole thing around to come back right, down. Right. Well, the bigger problem here, because that was the original plan. Uh, my, my buddy, who is amazing, that builds everything, a fabricator, he was good designing and building our trailers. And we were going to have the trucks and have nice seats in them and pulling a trailer. That was always the plan. And then the road came to be. We're going, you know, some of these tight corners. So we started bringing up trailers and seeing how feasible a trailer situation is. And it is just not, it doesn't really work on this road. Um, and the, the potential for head to head, because so much of the road is single lane. Uh-huh. That if you got two trailers meeting head to head and somebody's got to back up, what yeah. do you do? Yeah, you might back an eighth of a mile up a hill or something. So right. um, for, for safety and just the feasibility of the tight road itself, it had to be two axles. That makes sense. Shorter, shorter than that, give you a little bit more flexibility on the actual road there. I could see that for sure. In the in the shuttle drivers, they had it down. I mean, there would be one that would be sitting in the pocket as the upline one would pass. And as soon as we'd pass, that downline one was like getting right out of that pocket, getting down to pick up more people. I mean, they, they were on it. There was one guy. He was our hero for the day. I never got his name, but he had a black shirt on that said Hill Awaits. And uh, I knew that as soon as we had that shuttle driver, I was like, oh, we're in good shape because the Hill Awaits boys are, are insanely talented riders. And if he's got a Hill Awaits shirt on, I already knew we were going to be up there quick. And yeah, said, shout, out, shout out to David Paz. That's who you're talking about. Hill David, Awaits. yes. Hill Awaits boys. We got a couple of them here. So, again, I love the local legends, guys that toil out in the, in the dirt. You know they're doing it from the heart. They're doing it from the right place. And lots of experience digging. So, yeah. uh, pulling that talent. Bring them up here and everybody here, again, we're all riders. We're all diggers. We've been doing this for a long time. Um, and it's it's amazing how everybody has pulled together to make this happen. Yes, I love that. Trail Pimp is saying, I think the shuttle is just fine. At least you have one. And this is coming from <laughs> in Trail Pimp's up, uh, up by Lake Tahoe. He rides North Star. That's his local spot. Love so, North Star. Yes, yes. Joey Yates is saying, uh, uh, he says, I did catch some air, good air on the way up. <laughs> Allegedly, he's saying. <laughs> Allegedly. We don't want you to catch air on the way up, though. So we're, we're fixing that suspension. So, um, as much as a lot of guys love that part of it, we're going, hey, it's fun. It's part of the fun. But um, at the same time, even bike damage and stuff, we don't want that. So we're getting the suspension set so that we're riding in the suspension and we're able to float up that trail. Nice. That's awesome. And did you find that two shuttles, I mean, are, the day that we were there with the injury and then the closure of the, the road for a snippet, it didn't give us a real fair feeling of like the rotation of the two shuttles, but on a day where it's just rotating through, rotating through, is two pretty adequate or do we need three or four or are we at the right spot? We've always known we need four. That was the original plan here, beginning of the year, when we were saying, how are we going to do this? And we went away from the trailer idea. Uh We knew it was going to take four just based on the count of riders that can be carried up and, you know, the rotation. But, um, you know, in the end, you have to take what you're given. And and two two was what was approved here and go. We had to prove our our metal here, right? That we're going to open up and that there's a need for more than two. So... You guys helped us prove that by coming out and saying, hey, we can have hundreds of people show up here. We need more shuttles. And the council saw that, you know, they're, they're smart people. And they're going, hey, we need to get you some shuttles. That was their first response is, yep, you need some more. 
So nice. that's happening. We got great support here. It's there's no clash between the council and, and the bike park. We we work together on this, and uh, you know we're the guys that that you know have the experience. True, but that just means we have to prove some things along the way. I love that. What can we do as a mountain bike community to continue to show the tribe that yes, we want a bike park here. We want a world class down. We want people to fly in to experience this place. And we want it talked about, what can we do to show them that uh, that's what we want? You know, we, we're listening and the council is listening. So social media is great. Come onto our Facebook or Instagram page and give your comments, give your input about what you want. Tell them what you see for this park, your, your vision for the park. Say, I would love a lift here. Tell them like, if you had a lift at this park, the potential here is incredible and it is. Uh, they want to hear that. I want to hear that. And it will really help us push to the next level. I love that. I love that. How many trails does the bike park have right now as it sits? So it's six trails. It's two from the top. They go to the hub. And from the hub, we got four more. Got it. Got it. And what is uh, a snippet into the future? I know it's hard to say, but what would eventually, with all that land, I, I guess it'd be a really funky number, but what would be the absolute dream to have? You know, I'll give you a little snippet here. If my finger works for me again, let's try this finger. I'm going to get out of the way of it. <laughs> this area here, let me get my chair out of the way. <laughs> let me get my chair out of the way and try this over here. All this territory that you see uh -huh. is the future of this park, I believe. You notice the side of these trails and all oh. through here? Oh, yeah. That's this a is a ton. big bowl. That whole area, and then I see the, the, the lift potentially going from right about here. And it goes to the top of the mountain. The wow. top is actually up here. So this whole bowl, this whole area here is going to be what I believe the future of this park. And we'll be doing some double black diamonds. And as you saw, the steeps there are incredible. Yeah. The features, the rocks, it's, it's unreal. Um, we can build anything you can dream of from the top down. Lots of wooden features going cross trail and, and jumping over trail. Ooh, I, just, I get goosebumps thinking about what we're going to do here in the future. It's going to be amazing. I could see the potential in that at the bottom when you come off the bridge and you land and then there's the, there's the rhythm jump and then to the step up. Right. You yeah, that's that. fun, right? We yeah. definitely want more things like that. Riders stop and session there. We had a jump off on Sunday, a whip off and, Everybody stopped and started creating a big old crowd and guys were getting crazy, jumping that thing. Felt very like, eight, you know, 1980s jump fest kind of deal. Yeah. Um, which, which I did. It was really cool. But more of that, more jumps. We want, we want burns, jumps, flow, all that stuff. So more of that in the future. Gosh, man, I love it. I love it. And as far as opening hours if people if somebody's listening to this podcast right now they're driving along and they're like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna bypass snow summit today i'm gonna stay closer to home i'm gonna head up there uh, what days of operation are you guys uh working on right now uh, i try to keep it simple at thursday through sunday so that's four days four days a week uh, we're open on thursday and friday it's open at 10 on saturday and sunday we're open at nine and the last shuttle up on all days is four o'clock. Four o'clock, four o'clock. Sweet, sweet, sweet. And as far as price goes for the for the tickets, let people know where they are uh, at there wallet-wise. How much does it cost? And is it one ticket for everything? Or do you have to buy a shuttle? And do you have to pay for parking? Or is it 
one ticket? It's a great question, especially with everything there is to do in this place, right? With the zip lines and such. So yes. our pricing is tiered, but it is one price and you're in for the day. Um, the easy way to say it is that price is for park access and the shuttles are free. We're providing the shuttles. So you're paying for park access and the liability. Um, but so it's 45 on Thursday, 55 on Friday and 59 Saturday and Sunday. Nice. And where do they get the tickets? They could do walk-in, but uh, do, is there a website that they can go to, to to get on there as well? The La Jolla Campground website is where they go right now. That'll change soon when we open up the, the new site. But yes, uh, the people drive out to a bike park. It is extremely disappointing to get turned around, so we don't do that. You come on out, go to the bike shop. We'll, we'll get you set up. Nice. Nice. I love it. I love it. And then uh, the other thing is when the website comes up, I noticed that there was a line for your uh, waiver. Is that waiver like other parks? It's good for the year or do you have to sign a new one each time you come up? Right now we're signing a new one each time, but it's smart waiver that we're using. So shortly it'll be one for the year. Every year you'll have to sign one. But nice. for right now, just to kind of sign one each time you come out. We're getting some iPads in there, so it'll be quick and easy. We have QR codes that you can shoot and just do it on your phone real quick. So we try to make it as easy as possible. And can you access that off the website right now as well, the waiver form? They're getting that on there right now. It might actually already be up. I don't wanna, I don't wanna lie about that. We'll have to check on it, but um, the QR code is supposed to be up on the website so you can do it ahead of time. I do know you can actually just fill it out like when you're purchasing the ticket, you can do that. But the QR code would be the easy way. Okay, that's perfect. That's great. That way they could just come in, get their wristband, and be on that shuttle. A uh, couple of questions coming in here towards the tail end. Uh, we got spokesmen's asking private events. Are you set up for private events if somebody wanted to do something like that? Absolutely. We can talk private events. Um, we've already talked to some groups about hosting certain things. I don't want to give things away, but you know, there's a lot of potential here. We have Lots of groups of guys who, whether it's online through Facebook groups or just known each other for years, it can be very large groups of folks that are like, hey, can we have access for a day? Um, come to me, talk, let's let's see what you got and we'll see if we can't work it out. Yeah, I got a birthday on Tuesday and I got two truckfuls <laughs> of people who want to come up and play. <laughs> yes, yes. The only hang up right now might be, you know, that, that road that you saw, that shuttle road, uh, our public works is working on you know, constantly in the off days. So uh, as soon as they're done working that, and we should actually have some pavement coming in in the next month or so to, to cover those bumpy areas, uh, that might be the only thing that would get in the way of private days. Oh, you're going to, you're going to pave out that dirt road? Pave out the sections that are a problem and maybe even from the top all the way down to the existing road Ooh. where the, the zip line is used. Holy cow. Dang. That would be pretty crazy. That'll help, right? Yeah, that's uh, that's some money to do something like that. That's amazing that that's even being talked about. I, I love it. That you is know, everybody coming out showed them that there's a need, and so they're like, "What what do we need to do?" And they said, "We need shuttles. We need better roads, and let's talk about the future with a lift." And they said, "Let's talk." So we're wow. doing it. Wow. Wow. I love that. Uh, Joey is actually in the chat. What's up, Joey? Good to see you. He says season pass. He wants to buy a season pass. Can he, can he buy one? I know we talked a bit about it earlier. I want to sell you a season pass. So <laughs> soon. Uh, it'll be a 2024 season pass. So give us a little time here to work out the details. Um, some of the question mark was surrounding the season 
right? Usually a season is the summer um, and we are a year round park. Um, so like how much should the pass be? Well, it certainly couldn't be four times the amount of other parks, right? So finding the right price point and how to do this has been a question mark, but it's almost solved. Stay tuned on that. That's coming in a couple months, 2024. Be here before we know it. Yes. Uh, this was cool. A-Dub is asking this question. Any good places for lunch nearby? In the cafe that I went to that's right next to the gas station just above the campgrounds, I felt so happy for them when I overheard somebody saying, like, I've never seen it this full before. And I was stoked for them. And the food was good. And the place was great. And there was TVs all over the wall. But, uh, but A-Dub, to answer your question, and I'll let Steve do this, but uh, he's asking, any good places for lunch nearby? No, I mean, you just called it. That, that grill that we have up top is kind of a hidden gem. And it's too bad that it's hidden, uh, but it's, it is up there. And as you mentioned, the TV's on the wall, the pool table that's up there, and it's a full service, nice restaurant, and the food is good. I, I like everything on the menu. So um, come on out and enjoy that. We are selling vouchers through the bike park, so you can do the bike park pass and, and, and lunch meal voucher at the same time, just yes. like you're used to at other parks. Uh, Definitely, you'll be you'll be stoked on that. It's, it's up the hill, so probably take your car up to that, or you've got an e-bike. I guess who cares, right? Yeah, that was a fun way to go. E-bike up, eat, and then downhill that. <laughs> way back. Um, and then for the folks that are listening, definitely get a voucher. So I didn't purchase a voucher when I was in line. I was like, all I could think about was jumping on the shuttle. I was like, oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah maybe later. I'm gonna jump on that shuttle. And then when I went to go get food, and my buddies had a voucher. Their voucher was like sixteen bucks. They got two drinks, full on meal. My meal without a drink was like 20 bucks. I was like, oh, I should have got a voucher. <laughs> so definitely get that voucher. It's, it's a good voucher. deal and, and it'll help remind you where to go for lunch, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> definitely, definitely want to do that. Uh, MTB TNA is saying, wait, more than biking? I missed that? What else? Yes, there is zip lining. And then when we were there, the camping, there were people taking tubes down that 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 river that you see right there right above steve's head there absolutely that's what i've done here since i was six years old my earliest memory i grew up i grew up right down the hill here in escondido and this was a home for me you get that tube rental you know saturday morning you wake up in your tent and run down there and get your tube run up the hill as far as you can up river and you get in and you float your way down there's rapids there's yeah, I, I remember being a kid and seeing the adults with a rope off of their tube, pulling a cooler and, and laughing <laughs> their way down, down the river. So it's a good time. It's been here for like 60 years. It's, it's great built-in camping, oak trees everywhere. You really feel like you've gotten away from everything. It's a great campground. Yeah. Yeah, that's like an adventure land out there yeah. with everything that they have, which is very cool. Uh, Trail Pimp is saying, I bet you guys are going to see San Diego Loose Riders. Oh, shout out to the Loose Riders. Yes, they actually were there on opening day. They had their tent, and I think they're working on making your park their main training facility. This is the case. I mean, we we love the Loose Riders. They're awesome. They have made Los Angeles their home track, their home park, and why wouldn't they? We are the San Diego Park, and and uh, we love to support 5163s, what they're doing to help riders go from one level to the next, get the sponsorship, the support they need to go to the next level. Uh, that's needed in this sport, and they're, they're providing it. So absolutely, we love the loose riders. I love that. Here's a question around potential. Jackson Daniels, welcome aboard. Thanks for being here. Jackson saying, night rides. Any chance for night rides in the future? 
don't give away our Halloween deal. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I love night rides. Uh, in our group that I mentioned, that Gravity Pirates, we used to do night rides through that. They were sponsored by Baja Designs back then, and we would light up the hillsides and go down. So definitely want to do that out here. You know, some particulars to work out to make that happen, make sure, you know, rescue is here and available. But that that's easy stuff. We'll get that going. You will be riding down this park, shining the light. It's going to be a good time. Sweet. Oh, man, that's going to be super fun. Uh, we got a uh, spokesman saying out of Durango, looks like a fantastic venue. Thanks so much for building an amazing destination for mountain bikers. SoCal is getting better and better. I love that. Uh, Miami with, with Johnny saying big plans for that park that just opened. Amazing. Trail Pimp is saying, oh, sick. Joey, glad you saw the loose riders. Here's a, here's a possible tip for selling it by the season. Sell the season pass by the season. Discount a little for each extra season you buy. If you want to go three seasons, four or four. Who said this? MTVTNA. MTVTNA. I'm going yeah. to make mental note of that and, and think about that. Great, great suggestion. Yeah, there you go, Lauren. Businesswoman in the house. Uh, Kyle is saying, let's see. Awesome. Jackson's going awesome. Riders bring their own lights. Yeah, there you go. And then... Uh, Kyle Davis saying, Steve, obviously that you are so passionate about MTB and have great attention to detail, hoping to have a big winner here as a big fan of Greer and Sky Park. Do you take any ideas from those two? Oh, interesting. Good question. That's great. And two very different places in, in Greer and Sky Park because, you know, Greer is a just a local place to go with a couple of legendary local builders that, you know, you don't name a lot of times. So they want to stay, stay private. And that, yes. that's great. Um, so it's just a local spot that we all love. And then Sky Park, which is, uh, you know, no lift access or anything. You pedal your way up, but they've been very successful and have some great trails. And uh, David Paz, he mentioned earlier, uh, actually was part of Sky Park for a while. Uh, he, he helped with trail design up there or trail building, I should say, and ran the, the shop. So, yes, definitely from every park that exists around Southern California, you take something from, you can see the, the, how many e-bike riders might come out. So when you see something like a sky park, you get, it informs you a little bit to that and how many e-bike riders are out there and people willing to pedal up. Uh, Greer shows you just how many people exist in Southern California right. that need a place to ride. I mean, yes. if you go out there, I mean, you've been there on Saturday, that the line, oh, yeah. that road, that closed road is all the way out to the main road. People need a venue to ride and we need to keep those kind of places around. It's great. Yes. So it's to that. But yes. I think that's the best thing you learn from that is just how much is needed in SoCal. We need more places to ride. I love that. I love it. Yes, you're right. And this place is definitely going to help scratch the itch that we have for bike parks. Our only Southern, well, San Diego County bike park is this new bike park, Luceno. And what's the proper way to say it so that when we're up there, we say it just right for the tribe. I, I've been hearing Luceno, Luceno. And I even get beat up on this. The council was making fun of me last time I was in there because I, I did an interview up there and I was saying it wrong. I'm like, I can't even get it. So <laughs> you just say, you say Luis and then Enyo. Luis Enyo. Luis Enyo. There you go. There's no swim. Luis ah, Enyo. Luis Enyo. Luis Enyo. And then the tilt on the end. Luis Enyo. Correct. There we go. There we go. Jackson's actually inviting everybody. Jackson Daniel saying, come out Saturday the 26th. Oh, came out Saturday the 26th. Had an awesome time. Bike park staff and crew, great host. We're great Thanks, hosts. Thanks, Jackson. Yes, that is awesome. That's awesome. Man, 
Steve, I know you got to get out there. I know you got to put uh, work on those shuttles. Anything in closing that you would like to to say or invite anybody or groups or anything out to the park? What would you like to say in closing? I would like to see people come out and use all these facilities here because I, I think that gets missed um, in, in this place, right? You could come out and camp. Come out here, get a camp spot, enjoy the river, do the tubing like you mentioned. Sign up for the fastest zip line in California and enjoy that. Head over to the water park and splash around. If you got kids, it's a great spot for that as well. Enjoy that dining. You mentioned you mentioned the food up top. And you got the bike park. So, you know, don't come out just for a day trip. Come out and spend a night or two. I love it. I love it. The issue is cha- the challenge is issued by Steve Ford, the bike park manager. And I'm sure a lot of people are going to take you up on that. I am looking forward to getting back up there. Steve, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast and sharing the vision on how this whole thing got started, where it is today, the things in the short term that are being changed, and the potential for the long-term game. So I am looking forward to being here for the whole thing. Hey, I appreciate the opportunity, Mark. It was awesome to meet you. So I'm sure I'll see you more often out on the trails. Yes, sir. You will. You will. Thank you for all you do. And uh, thank you for jumping on the podcast. For those of you guys in the chat, thanks for joining us. Hope you guys have a great night. And we'll see you at the Luis Inyo Bike Park very soon. I'll see you guys out there. Bye, guys. Folks, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode 123 with Steve Ford from the Luis Senyo Bike Park. That place is amazing. I did get a chance to go up there and ride it, and I look forward to going back there as I know things are going to be changing, but if it were to stay the way it is today, it is still absolutely a blast. So go check it out if you can. It is definitely four seasons open and the places in San Diego County. It is super fun. Thank you again to all of the supporters for your support on the segment podcast and youtube channel thank you to you all for tuning into these shows hey if you guys have anybody that you like to hear on the episode or if you know somebody that has a unique story that moving them from the ordinary to the extraordinary please reach out let me know i would love to talk to them and potentially have them on the show hope you guys are doing well and remember when life is cranking so should you one pedal at a time get on up that hill in life and on the bike so you can have that sweet sweet joy of downhill hope all is well and we'll talk to you soon we'll see you back here for episode 124 and i'll see you all at the top